Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey coming at you this morning uh, with um, a woman who uh, studied film at UWM and finished her degree this year, although she is now in LA at the American Film Institute. Um, you know, that's some cool stuff. Uh, she's in a different time zone, so we uh, had to um, so we got, you know, we had to like learn each other's times and everything so we could finally make this happen. But, um, I'm excited to talk to her about her passions, her artistry and why she does what she does. Uh, thank you for joining me. Dahlia. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Staying cool. Cause it's good. very hot here right now. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, How are you uh, doing? I'm good as well. Um, yeah. It is cooling down a little bit here in Milwaukee. Um, I mean, it's still like, uh, it's no Halloween weather or anything oh, just sure. yet. But <laughs> everyone's, you know, people are just so stoked on Halloween, like September 1st, like everyone's already like, it's the, the season, it's spooky and the season. Mix. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like we haven't even left summer yet, and it's already spooky season. Exactly, it's still eighty degrees, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, what did you do today so far? Today so far, I woke up and got ready because it's yeah. nine a.m. <laughs> and I'm more of a, a night person, so you know, I'm. I mean, since I've been here, actually, uh, I've noticed I'm getting I'm getting up earlier because nine a.m. here is eleven p.m. back home or 11 a.m. back home. So yeah. the time difference helps me getting up earlier here because I would probably already be up anyway. So that's, that's, a, good, that's a good part of the, of the transition, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sounds like it. That, that actually is really nice. Um, yeah, I, it is 11 now, um, but mm -hmm. I got up at 9 a.m. because uh, oh, nice. I had to do some, I did some breaking and entering writing uh, before this. Um, a lot of people have been dropping a lot of music lately uh, from Milwaukee, which has been keeping me busy. So what we talked about on Mr. Nice Guy, we examined love and fear, passion, and creativity. And uh, so we were saying before we start recording, uh, we've never met in person, at least not that I remember. Um, but we have been connected on social media for a while. And um, we know a lot of the same people because you were a film student. And I know a lot of the film department at UWM, lots of great eccentric people that um, I'm very grateful to call friends. And so you just finished uh, at UWM this year. Yes, that's correct. I graduated in May. Well, graduated if you can call it that this year. Yeah. We didn't have senior screenings. Um, we didn't have the ceremony. So uh, I feel like a little, it, it was a little disappointing for me, but um, you know, I think one day, uh, you know, when I graduate AFI, I'll have that. Hopefully there will be a vaccine or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a very strange um, spring semester for me. Um, I was editing my senior film and that's all I really did. Um, I had a few other classes. Um, I, had, I had an archery class that I actually got to do in my backyard because I have the equipment. Oh shit, that's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really fun. It was it was cold during quarantine though, so it was kind of sucked being outside. But I was 
what else are you supposed to do? Um, but yeah, other than that, it was, it was weird having a senior two on Zoom because, you know, we're like trying to sync up everyone's um, rough drafts that we're showing. And yeah, it was just weird. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. I've been out of school for two years now, but um, but even just like, you know, going to shows um, every week, like how I normally do, like it not doing that, I had just a void inside me that yeah. um, just a gaping void and I didn't know what to do with myself for a while. I, I ended up just pouring over a lot of different a lot of music and movies and just stuff that I enjoy that I don't normally have time to do. So definitely, at least like to me, that's important to invest in like different kinds of art and stuff. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I definitely watched a lot um, during quarantine as well, just because, you know, we're home and I'm, I mean, I was a film, I was, a, I was I'm a film person, right? I didn't really watch like that many movies like you would think that we would but um i definitely did this past what is it eight months now that we've been in yeah. this yeah what the fuck? <laughs> something like that yeah yeah um well cool we'll, we'll talk about um la and everything now um uh eventually but sure. first first dahlia uh mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to uh hear about a little bit about like growing up um what sparked your interest in filmmaking yeah um so let's see i i so i'm from houstisford wisconsin it's in dodge county small little village um mostly german population um actually we're on i live on lake sinisippi it, it was a it was actually on the rock river it was actually supposed to be the capital of wisconsin before Madison, because it was such a big um, lumber, like export, you know, like everyone going down the river and everyone stopping there. Um, so that's a little fun fact about my hometown. But uh, uh, yeah, so small, small country town, but my parents are from Milwaukee. So I've always been, um, you know, surrounded by diversity and um, around family members and like that community. Um, um, but they moved out to the country when they were about 30 before they had me and um, they found a lot of um, they found they, they've always been like big movie buffs and so even when I was born they took me to the theater with them <laughs> to like they didn't miss a movie at all every week even for my birth so um, I think yeah. it sparked there like we always went to the movies and um, I don't think you know it's about me but I my parents, we had a pizza place when I was uh, like 11 and then it went until we sold in when I was 15. Okay. So like my transformative years, this is actually what I wrote my senior about. My transformative years was spent in this pizza place during a recession, 2009. Okay. And so um, even during the recession, we would still make time to go to the movies. It was like our only escape. And that was like that period of time really inspired me like to not just make movies but to tell stories and I feel like I've been doing that since I was like a child even like me and my sister we would play with our toys our Barbies and just make up scenarios we we made a whole town of Littlest Pet Shops in our living room 
you know, just like giving characters and names and background um, stories yeah. and personalities to each character and voices. I used to do that too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, just being a kid, but that I never grew out of it. So, <laughs> oh, that's super cool. Um, when you have that imagination, that vivid imagination from a young age, like, oh, yeah, it, it does like broaden your creative horizons as an adult with like the stories you can tell. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Very so, vivid. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Uh, what were like some of your favorite movies growing up? Oh, my favorite movies growing up. Oh, God. Okay. Let's see. Favorite movies growing up. Oh, you should have, you should have told me about this one. I need to think. <laughs> Let's see. <clears throat> um, well, when I was really little, we watched, uh, and I've been thinking about this movie a lot lately too, uh, What About Bob? It's a 1991 uh, Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss. Oh, and nice. they're just they just go at it in the whole movie um but it has a lot of um funny jokes that i remember uh like reenacting as a child as well um so that movie's been on my mind a lot um also groundhog day my parents were big bill murray fans <laughs> so groundhog day we we would love um to watch have you ever seen, on uh, groundhog day have you ever seen kingpin no Oh, that one's with Bill Murray, too. And he's such an oh. asshole in that movie. And it's so funny. It's with Woody Harrelson. And, like, it's about oh, okay. bowling. It's okay. super. And Randy Quaid is in it, too. It's super. It's so funny. That's going to be on my list now. <laughs> That's going to be on my list. Yeah. Um, let me think. Whether when I was little. Mm, we grew up with a lot of, like, Barbie Disney movies, you know? Um, I, I don't think uh, I really saw regular movies until um, I was maybe like 10 or 11. And mm -hmm. by that point, I think the movie that actually turned me on to film, um, or almost to, like the step before that, was uh, Inception, Christopher Nolan's Inception. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I was just obsessed with dreaming. I, would, I, I could do it though. Like I was like, I'm going to go home and I'm going to dream and I'm going to control my dream. And I, yeah. I was just obsessed. So, yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. That movie still confuses me to this day. And yeah. I, I just saw the movie that it's that influenced it, Paprika. Mm. Um I it's animated. Um that movie also very much confused me that when you get into the jumping between different dreams and stuff like yeah. I it's almost like I have to like it's kind of like the you like having to pull up a YouTube tutorial to teach me how to tie a tie. I have to watch it very slowly and very carefully. Otherwise I'm lost. I feel um, that. I yeah. feel that very much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd say like some of my favorites as a kid were like, um, I don't know. I watched like, there was a lot of random stuff, you know? I mean, I loved going to the movies as well when I was mm -hmm. a kid. I, if there was ever like, a Pixar movie or oh yeah you know, I like I mean when I was little I loved Toy Story both one and two I watched yeah. them like religiously uh, I loved Monsters Inc when I was a kid um, <laughs> but then when I got a little older I started watching like um, my dad kind of introduced me to some movies he grew up on so like I was really big into Monty Python oh, um, sure. and Terry Gilliam yeah and then like when I was 11, like, I loved the Goonies. 
It yeah. was like my favorite fucking movie. I watched it like every day. <laughs> oh, for sure. Loved The Breakfast Club. I loved John Hughes movies. Oh, I um, definitely went through that period of like, I mean, I'm still going through that 80s movies period, but yeah, definitely when I was 16, I was like, oh yeah, 80s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, what was the first movie that you remember in the theater? Because mine was Monsters, Inc. It was, oh. a, I was in a bistro with my cousin too. Uh, Toy Story 2. Toy Story 2, nice. Yeah. I still vaguely remember, like, vaguely seeing that one in theaters, but um, I also remember, like, my parents, my mom and sister took me to go see The Princess Diaries with them when I was, like, five. <laughs> um, iconic. I, that's on my list, or that's on, that's, like, my favorite, but I actually thought the second one was the first one when I was little, the oh, one with um, Chris Pine. Um, <laughs> But yeah, those movies are amazing. I remember that was how I felt about um I never saw the first Spider-Man with Toby. Oh. Um I only saw the second one. <laughs> with um with Andrew or, or no, you with just Toby mean the McGuire. second Oh, okay, gotcha. Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, I remember but then when I saw the first one afterwards, like I just thought it was so much funnier than I would have because, like, I already kind of, like, had experienced Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just so hard to take seriously. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, over quarantine, the last, uh -huh. like, six months or so, I got really into Studio Ghibli movies. Okay. Like Princess Mononoke, House Moving Castle, that kind of stuff. Definitely. And those are, like some of the most imaginative uh, motion pictures I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Studio Ghibli. Um, I've been a, I've, uh, <laughs> been a big anime weeb since I was like 12 or 13 um, yeah. when I discovered Cowboy Bebop. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I was little, my mom, I don't think she knew it was anime at the time, but she showed me, um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the name, the one with the girl and the broom and the cat. Um, Kiki's oh my delivery God. service. Yes, Kiki's delivery service. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, that one. Um, that one was, and I, I, I think for the longest time I didn't know what it was called, but I remember it as a baby memory, you know? Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then years later, I was like, oh, I, I've seen this movie. So, yeah. But yeah, definitely. Oh, I love Studio Ghibli. Oh, yeah. Do you, do you watch anime? Uh, n not, no. I should. No? I should. Um, I, Gateway Anime, Cowboy Bebop, if you haven't seen. Okay. okay. Just watch, you'll love it. Just watch it. I'm sure I would. I just saw, um, it's not Studio Ghibli, but I just watched um, another anime movie. It's one of the best movies I've seen in recent memory is Your Name. Yeah. just came out like four years ago. That shit absolutely blew me away. The soundtrack is so good. Um, I just, you know, yeah. I think that movies like that really stoke your idea of incorporating fantasy into real life depictions and, and history and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, um, it's been some inspiration I've needed, you know, yeah. in the um, last year. Most definitely. I, I love your name. Um, it. I, I, all I, like, 
it's like hard to not like cry because like the end like the the third half of the the third act of the movie is very like emotional and I don't know I I just put myself in their shoes I feel like too much I relate too much feel too much so uh they yeah there's a lot of anime and and anime movies that really just just touch me you know yeah oh yeah certainly so um so what so like what attracted to you you to uwm in the film department well growing up in a small town um milwaukee was always like my goal like oh the big city moving to the to where my family is to where the big city is all these opportunities like all these places i've been but i can actually live here now um so just definitely just like being in milwaukee and out of like the country um, just because like the, um, I love, I love living in the country, but there wasn't a lot to do and there wasn't a lot of different perspectives. So I wanted to expand that and discover new people, new people, excuse me, um, new, new places, new, um, events and activities and things that I haven't done before. Um, also, um, by that point I had known what I wanted to do. I, um, I wanted to study film and the only film school in the state was in Milwaukee. Um, so that was another reason. Um, Madison had a program that I toured, but it seemed more to be um, TV journalism instead of like art, art and film, yeah. which is what I want to focus on creative film. So oh, sure. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what were some of your like favorite courses, favorite uh, projects uh, through the film department? Okay, um, let's see. Uh, I have to say, even <clears throat> even gra being graduated, my favorite class, although it was very um, frustrating at times and really collaborative, I, I love collaborating, but I like choosing who I can collaborate with. So not being able to choose who I could collaborate with was um, a little frustrating, but you know, you work through it. Yeah. Um, and this class was Zen in the Art of Filmmaking. It was a Tate Bunker class. Um, you just shoot every week for people that don't know. You shoot every week. You have to, you can't, there's no scripts. You have to just shoot on the spot. You can like bring props and costumes and different um, lenses and whatever you want to like make it look great, but there's no writing. Um, you have to collaborate with your group. And then you all have to edit, you have to edit that week so that you show it on Monday. So we received the project on Wednesday and then you shoot maybe over the weekend and then edit and then present on Monday. Um, and that class I think is where I really, I was just pushed to like, just like just throw out content, you know, like there's no time to think, you just have to do. And I think that's really important. Um, like working in the industry now, you just, you just do and there's no thinking or waiting and because when you think and when you wait that's where you get tripped up that's where you're like you doubting yourself you're worried about things you shouldn't be worried about and you know there's a up to a point where you can worry about things and prepare for things but you can't prepare for everything that's mm -hmm. impossible so you just need to just be thrown in yeah <laughs> it does develop sort of that instinct of you know, working with what you have in the moment, being, mm -hmm. it builds improvisational skills and, and sort of spontaneity. And like you said, I imagine that's a very valuable tool to have 
and your skill sets in the industry. Almost definitely. Most definitely. Even if it's not your own projects you're working on, because yeah. problems always arise. <laughs> yeah. That is a hundred percent guarantee. Oh yeah. I, there's been times where my, my camera cut out while I was in the middle of an episode and I freak oh, out, but God. I just have to whip up the, uh, the old charger just to get enough juice, just to finish it up. Yep. And, uh, to strike up small talk with the guest until then. It's all you can do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, what was your uh, senior uh, project about? Um, okay, so as I mentioned earlier, my senior project, I wrote it about um, the most transformative time in my life when I was about 10 or 11 and my parents, um, we went into business in a pizza place um, in Oconomowoc. And um, it was, we opened in 2008 and then by 2009, the recession had hit and our business just went like down the toilet. Uh, there were days where we struggled to even have one customer, which was so like, that's less than a hundred dollars you're making every day. And we were paying rent at this. Um, it was like a strip mall that we were in and um, franchise fees and all that. So uh, it was, it was um, draining almost on our family, but um, even still, I found a way to enjoy it in a, <clears throat> in a sense, I, I, I was sad when we like sold the place, even though it was like financially draining and emotionally draining and yeah. just a big time commitment. I was still upset. And, um, I think it's because I found a way to like make it a home instead of like just a workplace. Um, so the film is about, um, a girl growing up in her family's pizza place um, during the recession. And also she's struggling with like her first crush at school, her period, um, friend drama, just like all these things that are thrown at you at such a young age of like 12 or 13. Yeah. 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 So there's a um, harsh age to navigate for mm -hmm. sure. I, I went through similar stuff um, that my parents were, greenhouse owners and uh okay they also got hit really bad by the recession oh. and it never recovered um they stayed in business until 2015 but um yeah the recession i think was just so nightmarish for these for a lot of people that had their own business in that same way but yep. Yep. um so it's kind of like uh it's autobiographical it is, yeah. I am a big fan of um, telling stories that are authentic and true, and sometimes um, just like just clearly inspired by something that actually happened. So, yeah, I hear you for sure. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you get to see it one day. <laughs> yeah, I really hope so too. It sounds really. It sounds sweet. Um, Thank you. I would definitely love to see it. Um, so um what uh so what attracted you to afi so afi well okay so one thing in at uwm that i noticed i was doing that i don't know if it was on purpose or anything but um besides classes you know we i would be on set like not every weekend but maybe every other weekend um, on working on someone's project or someone's senior. I worked on a lot of seniors, just PAing or art PAing or whatever it was, helping out. And um, that's 
kind of what I wanted to do. That's what I want to do, you know, just like work on set, um, help out, just make movies, you know, and <clears throat> um, AFI gives you that same opportunity. They, you know, we, we're in classes, but we're also making cycle films. Um, through, we make three films a year um, in like, you know, groups and teams, and we all kind of get together um, to do this like pre-production production. And that was very attractive to me because I was already doing that kind of, but here I would get credit and I would be doing it in a professional um, workplace kind of setting. And also in a new city, making new connections, networks. I'm in the city for film and all the studios are here. So you never know who you might run into or who knows who. Um, all of that was very attractive to me because I want to at, at some point, you know, hopefully have my own production company um, producing films, what I want to see, what I know people who are in my position would want to see coming from different ethnic backgrounds, religious backgrounds, um, just giving more diverse voices uh, a chance to see themselves on screen. So. That is a, representation is an incredibly important thing, a very, very impactful thing at that. Um, so that's awesome to hear um, that like you have that vision. Um, so um, what's the programming currently like? Like, what do you work, what do you, um, is, are, are you like kind of just starting with it right now or? Yeah, we are like literally just starting. We haven't even started boot camp yet. Um, we had orientation yesterday. So um, boot camp will be kind of just catching us all up to speed because everyone, um, well, the, the median age for people that go to AFI is around 30. So I'm on the younger side but not everyone is a film um, undergrad. Like some people came from art history or from, I don't know, just other, other things. Yeah. Um, some might not have even been in film at all yet. You know what I mean? So we're all at different stages and that's okay at AFI. Like you can be a beginner. Um, so they, they just want to catch us all up to speed, I believe, which is what boot camp is for. And hopefully with uh, the current COVID situation, it gets better and we can actually shoot and do physical productions, um, not just shooting on our phones like USC is making their students <laughs> do, apparently. <laughs> um, my God. Which can happen. I mean, you can shoot whole movies on your phone these days. Oh but my God, yeah. The 11 Pro is so gorgeous. But, yeah, but, yeah I mean, if there's a promise of, like, certain equipment or certain you know just you want to be around you want to be in a social setting around people like how it used to be <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah absolutely so. so it's like um so beyond boot camp will it just sort of be like you know navigating your tools and assets and stuff in order to like um achieve your eventual goal of like having your own production company for example mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I don't know if that'll happen for years to come, but that's an eventual goal, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, right now I want to focus on just um, meeting, like I'm in a city, I don't know anyone. I mean, I know a few people, but like, I, I want to know more people. I want to, I want more friends. I want more connections, more networks, you know? <laughs> so I'm just very open to um, just building new new relationships and bonds i hear you well 
that brings the next question is how do you like LA? I I really like it. It's so weird, like just driving down the street and there's so many um, like small businesses that are like not only hipster or trendy, but like they're just LA. I think that's just like a staple of LA, all these like um, startups that became something bigger, um, like uh, Egg Slut, I guess my cousin, his friend made it. And it's like, that's such a weird, like your friend made that and look how big it is now. Like, that's amazing. Um, also, it's gorgeous weather. Uh, I'm still getting used to like the desert aspect. Like, I'm a green grass girl, you know what I mean? I'm not used to this brown grass that I see on, like, the side of the hills. Um, and also the fires are pretty bad. I've never had to deal with that before. Not deal with it, but, like, I've never had, like, people are asking me about the fires, and I'm like, oh, I, that's, that's awful. Like, I didn't know. Yeah. That's right in my backyard, you know. Yeah. Uh, are you a green is... grass guy, Ben? I... Oh, totally. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I grew roll up around in, a, in some green grass. Oh, I grew up in a greenhouse for crying out loud. Yeah, there you go. Of course, <laughs> uh, green, green grass everywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I can imagine like there's just, you know, depending on where you live in the country or depending on the environment, you come with different situational circumstances, such as like the fires are an actual conversation out there. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like if you live, you know, on the Gulf Coast, it's like people will talk about the hurricanes and stuff. Um, yeah. Here in the Midwest, I mean. Tornadoes. Not, oh, yeah, um, tornadoes, right? Floods. Flooding, yeah. Does flood, but, but yeah. Um, what, what part of LA are you in? I'm in South Burbank, um, North Glendale. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm near school, which is nice. Um, but I'm also kind of inland, just a little, just a little inland by the mountain. I don't know. I'm still <laughs> learning my geography. So. Yeah, I got you for here. Well, um, Dolly, it sounds a lot like um, you have a really exciting and bright future out there. And Thank it sounds so also much. like, yeah, it just also sounds like you have, um, you know, uh, you know, what story, what kinds of stories you want to tell, but you also um take from you know a lot of uh different influences and um and that's exactly the right mindset to have when you're entering such a competitive creative industry so almost definitely yeah um yeah i guess uh the last question i really have is uh how have you been personally like navigating quarantine and uh, you know, the the ambiguity that comes with everything that's happened this year. Um, like, how are you kind of uh, coping with it in your own way? Yeah, um, I guess I have been um, catching up, like what we talked about earlier, like on content, um, but also trying to, um, I guess, like find it's it's given me a lot of time right and a lot of time to think about myself maybe too much time um and so i i've been using that to kind of um not like look for ideas for like maybe future films i want to see or want to make but uh, maybe more so learn about different genres that i should be exploring um i've been really into um like more on internet culture 
online um, content that's not like in the forefront of the internet, if you know what I mean. Um, I want to explore that more definitely. And um, yeah, I was watching a lot of anime too, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I want to, this is a time to explore and discover, I think. Yeah. And I feel like I'm, I'm on the right path for that especially during you know the time when we're just all by ourselves or almost all by ourselves um and i think you know when when we come out of quarantine then we'll have we'll all have something interesting to talk about too <laughs> just yeah. like what we discovered i don't know yeah um definitely have I, you discovered anything ben uh, what haven't i discovered i've discovered a right lot. <laughs> right well as i mentioned like definitely like getting into the anime movies but um yeah i mean crossing things off my list i've been listening to a lot of different kinds of music like um kind of like in the phase of getting through all the bands people have told me to listen to all these years like, oh yeah i got into noise music and industrial music and just yeah. like a lot of different kinds of like experimental music because i feel like it's helping me stuff like that has definitely helped with um given a sense of clarity with a really chaotic um, mental health period of not knowing when things are going to be stable again or yeah. things like really horrible people that are on the internet that are making that are justifying racism I mean stuff like that is very it's soul crushing to see constantly. And so listening to, yeah, you know, stuff that I hadn't really given the time of day before um, has been really impactful. Just like, I, I feel like I've expanded my music taste and my film tastes and watching a lot of documentaries. Um, I watched like When They See Us, which is a very nice. emotional show. Um, yeah, most definitely. But I've also been trying to watch more lighthearted comedy at the same time because sometimes, like, I just need to laugh more. So, like, I watched sure. Arrested, Arrested Development. <laughs> sure. I gotcha. watch, I'm watching Community right now. Okay. Um, you know, just trying to, like, trying to access different emotions because you can't feel too much of one thing right now. For so. sure. Yeah. There's, yeah, plenty of time to experience all of it, definitely. And I've been going out to eat a lot. I've been eating a lot of Milwaukee food. Nice, nice. Yeah. What's your favorite? So I don't want to single anybody out, but what's your favorite? What's your, what are you doing craving, I guess I should ask? That is a good question. Um, well, probably the best I've had so far is the Vanguard. Okay. In Bayview. And it's a lot of like comfort food and mm -hmm. it's just spectacular. Oh, um I'm jealous. <laughs> last night uh I tried Easy Tiger for the first time right okay. on Brady Street. Um nice. Yeah, we uh it's ramen. Okay. That was really, really good too. Nice. Um yeah, um also trying to like support more black owned eateries. Like we tried Twisted Plants recently nice. and it's like all vegan and it's like stoner themed and it's super <laughs> super good. That's awesome. Yeah. What have you been craving cool. lately? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've been trying to um, 
try a lot of different uh, uh, like SoCal cuisine. So um, there's a, I mean, besides In-N-Out, <laughs> there's um, this, case, this quesadilla stand by my uncle's house here. And uh, we just go there and just get a plate of quesadillas. It's like really well priced and you just get a lot and it's like the best, like it's the best because there's, it's not like a chain or nothing. Like there's no name of the stand. It's just these guys who, you know, cooking quesadillas <laughs> in the middle of the street on Jerupa. And it's like, oh, this is amazing. So like that kind of authentic Mexican cuisine um, is like really great that I don't think I've, got to experience before so oh yeah that does sound really good <laughs> yeah when i um i plan on coming to visit la at some point because i want to experience it myself so yeah once i'm there in the next year hopefully yeah i'm gonna hit you up and you're gonna have to show me some good spots oh my god of course yeah i'll show you all the good spots <laughs> well Thank you so much for joining me today dahlia i had a great thanks time thanks so much for having me <laughs> I Bet, too. yeah this is fun. Um, yeah. So uh, my closing questions here. Mm -hmm. What keeps you up at night? Keeps me up at night. Um, there's a lot of little spiders around here that kind of keeps oh, me yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. That'll they, keep me up too. They just kind of come out whenever and it's, it, yeah, I hope they don't climb walls. That's all. <laughs> what puts you to sleep? What puts me to sleep? Um, uh, Animal Crossing. <laughs> I've played since I was in fourth grade and I don't know I just think about my village and like the, the calming music and yeah. it's very calming oh good yeah I know that that became um a hit again this year yeah the new game came out mm -hmm. yeah. I haven't played it because I don't have a switch but um I've heard they got rid of a lot of characters that I actually really love so sad <laughs> well Hopefully those characters can return one day. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, thank you again, Dahlia. Um, thank you to everyone watching, Mr. Nice Guy. And uh, we look forward to seeing um, Dahlia and uh, her continued flourishing of her um, film career. And I just look forward to uh, seeing what you do. So. Thanks so much, Ben. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Have a great day. And we'll see you next time. Bye.